Welcome to Well-Defined and Wonderful, the podcast about mathematical intricacies and beauty in mathematical analysis. Hello and very welcome to our newest episode of Well-Defined and Wonderful. Today we are talking about the Supreme of Sets and the Theorem of bolzano weierstrass In this episode, we are actually in the position to apply those nice definitions and axioms we have developed so far. In particular, we are in a position to apply the completeness axiom we developed together with Gabriel Baranachea last time. All right, so let's jump right in. So let us begin with the definition of the supremum. So take a set of real numbers, call it M, and assume that this set M is bounded above. If it was bounded above, then we call the supremum of M the least upper bound. If it was unbounded above, supremum of m is just infinity. And we call the supremum of m if it wasn't infinity a maximum if the supremum of m is actually contained in m. So let us do an example. The set 0, 1, including 0 and 1, is a bounded set of bounded subset of R. It is actually bounded above, so fine. So the supremum of m will be the least upper bound. So then this will be 1. And it is also a maximum of m, because 1 is contained in the interval 0 to 1, including 0 and 1. If I take away 1, the supremum will still be 1. However, it won't be a maximum anymore. And you can do the same thing for bounded below and unbounded below, uh, but then these things are called infimum, which signifies the biggest lower bound and minimum if this happens to be an element of the set itself. And we do the same example as before with 0, 1, and then the infimum would be 0, and it is a maximum if 0 is contained in that interval. So an immediate question comes to, uh, comes to rise. So is any non-empty subset of R, which is bounded above, having a supremum? The answer is yes. Oh, great. So if I take a non-empty subset of M, which is bounded above, then the supremum of M is a real number and it exists. So for any bounded above set, which is non-empty, we find a supremum of M in R a property which is not shared by the real number. So we definitely will use the completeness axiom to actually prove that. So let's jump into the proof. Um, how can we do that? Well, we want to use the completeness axiom and the completeness axiom says something about Cauchy sequences. So we are just constructing sequences now. So take an arbitrary element, which is an upper bound of M. Since this bound is above, we find some some upper bound. And then take one uh, element which is not an upper bound. And then consider the midpoint of those two elements. The midpoint is either an upper bound or not an upper bound. In the first case, if it was an upper bound, then my next upper bound is this one, the midpoint and my next not upper bound will be will stay the same as the previous one. In the other case, I will just swap those roles. And if I have that the midpoint 
is not an upper bound, then my updated not upper bound will be the midpoint and I stay with the upper bound as the next upper bound. Okay, so this is long story short, a way of constructing sequences um, where I have a sequence of upper bounds and a sequence of not upper bounds. And those the, the difference between those two will uh, always be one half of the difference be, between um, the one in the previous round. And this will show you that we actually have constructed two Cauchy sequences, the one of upper bounds and the one of not upper bounds. And Cauchy sequences are convergent because we're talking real numbers here. And this limit, which happens to be the same for both the upper bound sequence and the not upper bound sequences, is called S. And S is actually the supremum to be constructed. And um, well, why is that a supremum? Well, it certainly is an upper bound because it's a sequence, um, it's a limit of the sequence of upper bounds. And it is also certainly the least upper bound because it's also the limit of not upper bounds. And this is it, this is the proof. All right, this might seem rather abstract and maybe difficult. And I might have said too often the word upper and bound and upper bound and not upper bound and whatever. So what? how can we actually apply that? Well, we can actually apply this to construct the root two. And for this, I just consider the set of all those real numbers such that x squared, so all those real numbers x, such that x squared is less or equal to. And this is it. The supremum of these things, of this particular set, is the square root of 2. And this exists because of our theorem we just proved. And with that strategy, we can actually provide the existence of all nth roots of positive, non-negative real numbers. Okay, so when we now know that bounded sets have suprema and infima. Okay, so can we say something about sequences too? Well, yeah. The corresponding statement for sequences is the Bolzano-Weierstrass theorem. This says that any bounded sequence contains a convergent subsequence. And we jump into the proof of this uh, very important fact. And it will be based on two observations. The first one will be that bounded monotone sequences are convergent. So monotone sequence is a sequence which is uh, having increasing uh, entries so that um, the, the first element is less than or equal to the next one and so on, or decreasing element, uh, entries, which will be the other way around. But anyways, if it was monotone and bounded, this, will be con this is convergent. And how can you actually um, depict this? Well, if you are going on a ladder and um, you're taking one step at a time, uh, and your your ceiling is your bound, then you cannot go up and up and up and up infinitely long. And the thing is that you cannot actually do that infinitely long because the real numbers are complete. So 
um, the the jumps, the steps grow increasingly small. Uh, but anyways, you will definitely have a limit in the end. So this is the bounded monotone sequence theorem. So um, bounded monotone sequences are convergent. That's the first fact. And the second fact is that any sequence contains a monotone subsequence. Well, this is a bit of a harder story to tell, and this will be done next. Okay, so we want to prove that any sequence contains a monotone subsequence. Well, we differentiate between two different cases. The first case is that the entries of a sequence form a huge mountain um, with tiny little hills on it. So imagine that you uh, are riding a bobsleigh or riding a sleigh on the top of the mountain and you want to go then downstairs. And then you take all those summit points that you will go over. So you go down a bit and then a bit upwards, but not as, as high as the mountaintop, obviously. And you have either the possibility that you have infinitely many of those summit points, though those little um, points that are below um, the point um, that has been uh, the summit point before, but being a summit point of all, so being bigger than all the remaining entries, then all those summits form a monotone decreasing sequence. And in any other case, you can actually construct a monotone increasing sub uh, sequence. So this is this is the the rough sketch of the any bounded sequence um, contain or any sequence contains a monotone subsequence result. And now we can prove the Bolzano-Weierstrass theorem because we want to be, we are given any bounded sequence, want to construct a convergent subsequence. So uh, since it is a sequence we can find a monotone subsequence and this is then a monotone and bounded subsequence which by the theorem before is actually convergent by the bounded monotone sequence theorem okay so by that theorem that any bounded sequence contains a convergent subsequence by the theorem of Bolzano-Weierstrass we can potentially find infinitely many of those limits of subsequences and it is of interest to understand or to define the biggest and the smallest one. And the biggest um, of the subsequence, the biggest limit is the limit superior and the smallest is the limit inferior. So that is just a definition. And that's basically it of today's episode. So we learned that for any bounded set, there exists supremum and infimum. We constructed root 2 and basically the nth root of any number that is positive. And we understood that bounded sequences have convergent subsequences. And next time we consider special sequences, namely sequences that are formed of sums of reals. That is, we are looking into series.